Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? My name is Austin. You're listening to the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and today I'm joined by George Christian. And uh, welcome back, guys. How's your week been? Uh, it's been pretty baller. I've been doing nothing. Very nice. All right. That was it. What about you? That George? is the best. <laughs> <Episode> <laughs> <of Warm. laughs> so right, we everybody. recorded on Monday. I was having a little bit of a rough day on Monday. We had a great pod. Go check out our last episode, Hubie Halloween. Uh, excellent movie. The week progressed um, better. It's just, it's crazy how they're flying by, man. 2020 just seems like slow, but fast at the same time. Really fast. I, I feel like we hit after my birthday, like July 12th was my birthday. And I feel ever since then, it's just been a collision course to 2021, but I'm excited for it. Um, but it's for my week. I said it got better. Uh, what could have, what, what really happened? I, st- we had our first wrestling practice today. Um, big weight lifted off my shoulder in the sense that like oh like i can pull everyone together this worked out the way i thought it would like good but other than that there's been nothing really else too exciting going on in my life what about you i'm still mad at you that you're not teaching cheyenne wrestling how could you traitor i never go back to that school you didn't even go to that school you just went for sports yes (laughs) yes but i left a legacy that will last in the hearts of everybody that was there while I was there. I already forgot. Oh, I was it. there for longer than you were there. Shit. Uh, my week was all right. Just a lot of work. Not a lot of work. But, uh, you know, uh, speaking of, you know, the year going fast, I like to read a lot of conspiracies. Oh, God, here we go. I saw one saying that the government's doing something to alter our minds, and that's why it feels like time is going by so fast. Like uh, ever do- since a few decades ago, time has just been going by really fast. It's like it's what are they never doing? stopped. I think it's the evolution of TikTok and how we're all descending into madness. How I can watch at least sixty videos in an hour. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and if you can watch them fully too. Yes, from start to finish. Yeah, unless it's a two-parter, then is it? One TikTok is the two parts, one TikTok, or is it two? Well, what if you want to rewatch it a bunch? See, uh, this is where they get you. And somehow in Damn, there, that's how they got my data. There's the time equation tied in there. And then we might have a Paul Rudd situation, um, like where Ant Man's just traveling through our phones at all times. George, you're a teacher. You do the what's the mathematical equation for time? Well, um he's not a math I'm, teacher I'm well by the way read. no 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 don't get it wrong like i know this but i don't think the listeners would like to uh, i don't know it. i was just trying to throw you on the spot it's, oh yeah, uh, yeah. TikTok <laughs> there's nothing video length um divided by uh five minutes divided by how many cheeto the amount of you cheetos eat. you have and then if you want the true accurate measure 
for males, at least you have to find their top three Pornhub categories. And that somehow relates to. I don't even know what my top equation. three are. Geez. All right. I got to do some self-searching guys. I'll be right back. Well, not all categories are equal. You know, that you is gotta, true. What if you get somebody you who's just like, I was really into my little pony for a week, but now I'm not anymore. Well, those European flicks um, tend to run a little longer. They like to set the scene a little more than what you'd catch in like a naughty America type esque film. Yeah, America. Yeah, they just say, oh, pizza's here, dick out. Go. <laughs> yes. Right. But in those, you know, those drawn out ones, it's like, there's okay, a here, here's a flashback when I was a kid. <laughs> and you have the plot line about the snow globe. And then your father neglected you. Or was that just Schindler's List? Tied, Schindler's tied together. That is a deal. great fucking film right We're there. We're about to get canceled for that. <laughs> that is great. That is great. No, but it's the truth. It's the truth. I think uh, it Pornhub category definitely ties into your time ratio. If you're a guy for girls, it might be like your favorite makeup YouTubers. Top three. Because some of them have Who's short Cameron's? videos. Uh, I don't know. A couple of really hot chicks. I'll tell you that. I enjoy like watching on the side sometimes. It blows my mind how butt ugly they are when they don't have this makeup on. And then they, they do this makeup uh, video. I'm absolutely like, absolutely beaded there. You are. went from a six to a 11. How is this possible? So, what you're saying is I should try makeup. I've thought of it. I was like, you know what? Let's bring it back. They did it in the fucking 80s. Some guys do. It's kick ass. Little eyeliner make you look pretty badass. I always think of Dennis and it's always sunny. He reveals he like, uh, he puts on, uh, he uses eyeliner and then he uses like foundation. cover up and foundation. Foundation, just a, the light base. Just a little bit. Dennis, the handsome one? Yes. Okay. That makes, I, for some reason, I, handsome I, I for some, some reason kept thinking Charlie. What a piece of man candy he is. Charlie's my favorite just because he's just like, he's, he's true. Like, <laughs> he's the most relatable. Well, he's like true chaotic <laughs> neutral. You just don't know what you're going to get in any given episode. Wild card. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, uh, my going back to it, my week was, was fine. Uh, watched a ton of Disney movies because a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Ratatouille, a lot of Toy Story, a lot of Coco. Ooh. Coco a lot lately again. Ratatouille, how does he like that one? Uh, that's one of his favorites, dude. La Mista, the Mista. Wow, were you in the movie? Yeah, I was the rat. <laughs> Remy, you fucking rat, make me some dinner. Danny hey. DeVito playing a CGI rat. It'd be a great <laughs> film. Oh, what, my he God. wasn't in that film, was he? No. no. I was about to say, what rat was he? He was the rat. Anyways, uh, we got some news for you, everybody. Uh, today is Friday, October sixteenth. Shout out to the 16th while he sneezes. Oh, I didn't. Anyways. Whatever. If you have been Redacted. looking at Twitter today on the 16th, you have seen almost nothing, but Michael B. Jordan is set to produce the new Static Shock theatrical film. Yes, that is right. Static Shock. Tripping okay. nostalgia for y'all. Okay, I don't know about y'all, but there was always the mainstream heroes, which were like, you got Spider-Man and Superman and Batman, all that stuff, which is always great. Then, you know, some kids were different. Some kids were watching, you know, Nickelodeon. Like, everybody had their channel, Disney Channel, Cartoon Network. I was mostly Cartoon Network. And Static Shock was, like, the niche, cool-ass superhero. And, uh, yes. Yeah, so this is very exciting to me. I, yeah. rem- I remember just seeing, like, clips 
Like, I don't think I ever fully watched it in depth. What? Or yet, for reals. For reals. Because you said comedy. You didn't or con- Cartoon Network. Cartoon yeah. Network, yeah. Yeah. When and I like was. Elementary school. Yeah. And no, no, no. Like I said, when I just looked at the character right now, the character is definitely familiar to me. And I'm glad that Michael B. Jordan's great, man. He's a. He's a. Well, he's not going to be. He's, we just, we know, he's just producing. We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. We're all trying to get. Uh, everybody should get on the hype train for Zavi Harrell. We had him on at the beginning of the of the podcast. Yes. Uh, we're trying to get him a Static Shock. We're trying to give him his big break. I feel like if I if anybody's got any big exec phone numbers, that would be the time. You call us. We're we'll we'll be his agent. We'll take a little off the top and we'll get him signed. Definitely. Just well, I mean, that's he already, not, has, that's not even he already has an agent, but. But is that agent pushing Static Shock? We are. He isn't. So we're better than his agent. Right we'll now. take less than that guy. Yeah. We will. Yeah, if they're, if they're going to take $500, we'll take $5. We'll, we'll work percentages because people don't like to do that kind of math. So, Who cares about math? Money's money. <laughs> that is true. That is true. But if I'm getting paid $5 to get one of the best actors in all of Hollywood. Oh, you might be pushing yeah. I I well I feel like I'm gonna start my own um agent company now separate from you two since you guys aren't <laughs> as money hungry as I am. <laughs> but it's I'm, it's the homie hookup from everybody else. It's eight thousand dollars. Hmm. Homie hookups. Not um not in my ad agency. Sounds like a new app. <laughs> not, not, not in my homie agency. hookups. It sounds like a new app where it takes your your contacts. And like, you know, it's like, oh, which one, which contacts are your bros, your homies? And then it sends out a notification to all of them. Like, hey, you want to want to play around, but just as homies? Because <laughs> like you got to do things for your homies sometimes that are above and beyond. Hey, man, sometimes you have needs that are fulfilled. Your homies like, I got you. Got you. We talked about this. We We're going to do the, the thing, the corner, the corner. Yeah. No, yeah. Y'all don't know what that is. We know what that is. Yeah, that corner is going to be sticky. Anyways, <laughs> the comb corner. <laughs> There's a quote from Michael saying, I'm proud to be part of building a new universe centered around black superheroes. Our community deserves that. I do think this will be cool. I am one that's against like remakes and just like revamping things, but I think Static Shock would be a cool thing because there's only really ever a cartoon. At least as far as I remember. Yeah, I don't remember it being you know? anything else other than the cartoon on Cartoon Network. Yeah, so you said something along the lines there of he's like happy this is uh being available for what community? You say the the black community? Yeah, for yeah, black superheroes. Yeah, no, it's a ju- you're we're really seeing a lot of this. I yeah. feel like and I don't know. Michael B Jordan was in a uh, Black Panther as Killmonger, so oh, that villain. was one of the movies that like kicked this I mean, ever since the 90s and I think even the 80s we had these movies, but like in the superhero genre, Black Panther totally kicked it off. Yes. So here we are. Then you got Marvel with her, the Indian girl. I forgot what her, the, that. Uh, sh- Captain. Captain. Is it Captain Marvel? No. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yeah. That was like, I know the name is similar. Yeah. But so what other DC uh, like superheroes are there? Um. What? What do you mean? Like uh, new ones, or I guess? Well, shoot, just like the mainstream ones. Get my mind in that. Just, just mainstream. DC yeah. Superheroes. We yeah. got Batman. Yeah. Yeah. The Flash is DC. Yeah, Flash. Uh, Wonder Aquaman. Woman. 
Okay. Jason, goddamn Mimosa. Oh, yeah, Jason Mimosa. <laughs> Jason oh. Momoa. He's it was, Aquaman. Yeah, no, all these guys were tied to Cartoon Network. It's making sense well, now. Because there was a, there was it was a, the there deal. Was a, well, there was a Justice League. Yes. Bro. Yes. There was uh, Teen Titans, the original. New one. Anyways, the old one, though, was really good. It was really good. Now it's coming back to me. Sometimes I mean, these superheroes blend together for me. I'm like, uh, which one flies? Which one has lasers? Which one's good? Which one's bad? Well, no. Batman's the answer to all of that. True. He's the anomaly. God. When's the... Did they re- send out a release date? We talked about that, For yeah? the Robert Pattinson one? Yeah. No, it got delayed again because homie had COVID. Or somebody had COVID on Oh, set. lovely. Phenomenal. I can't wait for these big time... Like, there's... um. Shoot, I'm going to forget the name of it. There's a couple of big time movies that are being waited, waiting to be released. And yeah. I'm just waiting for the movies, like the companies to be like, all right, let's, let's do this. I think they saw what happened to like Mulan and stuff. I'm not sure how much money they made from oh, it. They lost a lot of money. I figured. That's why Disney had to, don't even get me started because homeboys were getting, still getting their full salaries as execs. They can't. Oh, those are the people that are really struggling. Oh yeah, they need the money. Those are the ones that got all the loans too. <laughs> all these small business loans and all the these all these big companies. Anyways, um, oh god, you're gonna make me look it up. I have uh, the Magic Our Way podcast uh, has a Facebook group, and there's a gentleman on there who did the math on how much he thinks Disney has lost. Let me let me find that post. You guys, keep- okay. So while Austin looks for this, have you listened to the Magic Our Way podcast? Uh, with Austin sometimes when we're riding around, I've heard it a little. It's a nice little podcast. I like, I like it. They're funny. Flow. I like their. Oh, flow. you listen to them? Yeah, they're cool dudes. That's who I'm in. The, that's who I'm in the fantasy football league with. Is those dudes? Oh, dope skis, dope yeah. skis. I like it. Goddamn, Danny. I hope. I I think he has Dak Prescott. I hope Dak Prescott like was your main money maker so I can beat you. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a rough situation for him there. Maybe you can look at maybe trading him a quarterback, fill a, any holes in your roster. It's right around that time in fantasy football season. My quarterback there needs doing to fine. be another. So I don't know if you have you guys ever watched the league. No, on well, FX. But, no, but they were talking about it when we were doing our draft. Oh, though. dude, great show, great show. <laughs> Highly recommend anybody um, who's into fantasy football go watch the league. It is a little outdated. That's a sucky thing, right? They made a lot of jokes that fit the time, um, like during that football season. So they use a lot of names that aren't really relevant right now. And so that's what kind of makes it suck a little bit, but it's it was still like a, it was good in the moment. But yes, now you realize that it was kind of specifically good in the moment. Yeah, I There's, found it. It's like one of those shows that you just can't. OK, it's a long one. Uh, so this is from Mr. Richard Hersher. Uh, I'll have to tell Richard. I don't think he listens to the show about to be like, hey, man, I quoted you. It's a long one. He says, OK, who wants to talk math? So it was about uh, Disney being in financial crisis. OK, he says, here's some grab bag numbers, some good, some bad. Disney went into the pandemic with $5 billion in cash. So that's just a stockpile of cash. They took out about $18 billion in loans as the pandemic was ramping up and things looked bad. So they had about $23 billion in cash on hand about three months ago. They spent a little more than they made, so they lost a few million at the last count of three months ago. Since then, 10 out of 12 Disney parks around the world are opening and closing and reopening. Boats are anchored and are just costing money. They, and this is in... Uh, asterisk lost 200 million releasing Mulan too early 200 million uh, and just pissed 
Uh, Hamilton and the last two Pixar films going into the interwebs. That's another $600 million they aren't getting back. Uh, most park staff were furloughed. Disney was covering healthcare for everyone up until about a week ago. And even then, this is still paying for about two-thirds of the staff. That cost looks about $300 million a year from what he can gather. And he lists the document with all this information that he gathered. Unless Chappick, who is the new CEO, uh, or president, he's the new top dog, and is lying, which is both possible and illegal. The resorts that were open three months ago, including Walt Disney World, are paying for themselves and a little bit more, but less than they would like. Things can change, but it's unless they are trying to pull up producers, even if the parks had not opened. They didn't draw any more loans and kept paying everyone's health care. They would still have cash on hand in January. With the parks open even a smidge and the employee cuts they've made, it's far longer. They just need to stop throwing away billions by releasing their nine-figure films for free. Yeah. Well, would so you, you call that free? Because um, I wouldn't. Technically, no, because you're paying for Disney+. Plus. But you're the, paying for Disney+, Plus, then you're paying for the movie on top uh, of it. Mulan seems to be the only one that had to pay for Actually, what other films are in this well, whole ha- Hamilton like, d- debacle? Hamilton, the musical. Did Disney, oh, yeah. Disney's, love in, that shit. Disney's of ownership? Oh, yeah. The dude, the dude really. who wrote the music for Hamilton wrote the music for Moana. Oh, wow. Didn't know it. So they, oh, hell yeah. They snagged that up. What can I say except <laughs> you're welcome? Did you, know the Rock's, did you know The Rock's daughter does not believe that that's him? <laughs> really? He sings, she's like, I want to say she's like four or five. And he sings it and she's like, Daddy, let him sing. I, I am that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so there's a little bit of info for you. Uh, no, that's that's it's great. I'm mean, glad he broke it down like that, though, because it. Yeah. A lot of people don't think uh, about the human element. When you're t- saying all that, right? The thing that's going through my head is like, Disney has just so many inner workings. If it's not their parks, it's their movies. If it's not their movies, it's their streaming service. You know, well, like, the cruise lines make them a ton of money, but right now the cruise line, like you said, he did say though. I, that is true. They are losing a fuck ton of money on that because you have to pay harbor fees. Yeah. Just to keep it there. And it's what a the lot hell's of money. A harbor fee. Oh, to keep it in the it's, harbor? Yeah, it's like a parking space. Oh, shoot. And it's a, there's three or four cruise ships. That's not cheap. Mm mm. Well, no, the thing is, and, and they just have so many workers and stuff. That's the thing that's going to happen to a lot of uh, the country, though, I feel. And I mean, fuck, it, it's kind of ruining everything entertainment wise because the suckiest thing is you know when people when those companies can't pay for people's health care like that's when shit gets real dangerous yeah because that's not cheap at all oh no no <laughs> like at all but i'm sure our listeners know and hopefully none of you guys are in that situation yes hopefully everybody's doing okay they're gonna sign another stimulus i promise coming they have to. Yeah. We're get broke. that last get that last little thing out before the election, I, I guess. Buy a new gun again. I need just I need I don't even know what I would do with this time. Probably buy a bedroom set. Oh, I would just pay off debt. Oh, I would just use it. It was so nice. Debt. It was nice. Because I mean I'm very grateful that I was still working the entire time getting paid. Yeah. But on top of that, I was like, like when I got my tax return, I was like, I'm a millionaire. I wasn't a millionaire by any stretch, but I was like yeah, this summer I definitely was like I didn't have work, I didn't have any school, and I was like getting paid entirely too much money. Yeah, I um, didn't work for the first two months. Had a lot of, of fun. I had a lot of fun at the beginning of this summer, before I started taking things serious and starting these podcasts and stuff. That was like right before, like I I, I was just being like a lazy pos 
had all this money. I was doing like, you know, golf whatever I wanted, day. like literally. And how often did you go golf? So I've been kicking it down a little on the golfing. I've been going only. Well, don't like during once, that time. Like during that time, I was going five times a week. See, I should have got like into nightly, it like night, like it, it was just, it's something relaxing to do. Go out by yourself when you're not that bad at it. It's, it's a lot more relaxing. Yeah. Suck at it. It's just a, it's a practice game. You well, see, George, I heard you have some news for us. Yeah. So the Netflix CEO, um, finally gave his comments about the movie cuties and, uh, Ooh boy, I'm excited because you, you were telling us about this, but. Where in the world did I put my telephone? Yes. I, I like your terminology of telephone. People imagine you just have like a, there's like a phone booth right here or something. Yeah. I actually look like Superman. So like, yeah, I'm dressed in my civilian clothes right now. Well, he's, he's wearing a lukewarm cinema podcast shirt, which you can get in the link below. Guys, I'm, I know I'm not crazy. I literally... You just had your phone, dude. Well, I know what he said. Yeah, okay. just, just give us a yeah, spark. Just, just, just rip it. Just quick improv. Shinapshish, okay? So, so what he was basically saying is like people are losing their, their minds over the film cuties. And I mean, we've covered this over the past couple of podcasts talking about, you know, it is a controversial film. Me and Chris got to see a little short clip of the film. We thought it was kind of provocative I've, and I've edgy. seen short clips. I mean, like it's it's a little bit of an edgy film, but the guy was saying at the end of it, he's like, um, it's crazy that you know a film like this gets so criticized in America, and it, it was kind of like a slight to you know we have a president that says whatever the hell he wants, and you know he's overly sexual and which I agree with. And, so. and yeah, so this Netflix guy's like, hey, you know, it's like the pot calling the kettle black here. All so these he Americans shitting on this French movie, when in reality the movie wasn't even that. It wasn't a story of sex and a sexual journey. It's a story of a young woman coming to age and realizing the influence and power that she has. That's what he, uh, what the director said, and the Netflix CEO kind of backed it. But what I was going to mention to you guys, and I don't have my phone to show you the picture of it, the Netflix CEO kind of looks like a diddler. <laughs> I mean, it's probably so, safe to say most of these executives are. <laughs> You know, it, it's fucked up that we could jump to judging people by if they look like a diddler or not. But like, it, it, but we do. Okay, this is America. So basically, you were saying <laughs> you were saying that the CEO just told told us check yourself before you wreck yourself. Basically, <laughs> check your president first, then start. I, I've had time to let some Jesus of these thoughts. I, I've had some time to let some of this stuff kind of marinate in my mind because it's such a weird topic. Well, yes, we watched some of it, and it was definitely sexual and involving kids. The other side of it is it it might be trying to shed a light on something bad that's happening about sexualization with kids, but our culture is n not in the the place emotionally or culturally to take that message out without you know i guess being like a sensationalist about it uh i as i've said before i don't watch a lot of tv i watch a lot of youtube and one of the people i watch is named pay money whoopee uh and he pointed this out the same people that are complaining about this are the same ones that have kids that are doing the exact same things on like tiktok 
Yeah, which is just as much of a problem, if not more of a problem, because more people have been caught, you know, being like, hey, little kid, and they're like in their 30s. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think there's a huge, like, societal problem with that. Not just a cutie TikToks, movie. and we've always had pageants, oh, which pageants. we know are weird. Ooh. Okay. So, yes, it's sexualizing. Look, I'll just call a spade a spade, right? All right, Whoopi. But call a spade a spade. Okay. <laughs> did cuties sexualize kids first, or did our culture sexualize kids first? Don, don, don. We'll see everybody next week on the next episode <laughs> of the canceled podcast. No dissenting opinions. We'll see you guys next no, week on I the next week of the redacted podcast. Okay, are, are we done recording? Yeah, America's really fucked up, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm we're going to Argentina. We're gonna live with the fishing hunts. At least out there they don't diddle kids. But uh, you know, basically by the problem with the cancel culture is you risk sweeping the problem under the rug with the sexualizing kids. Maybe cuties was trying to say something. Whatever it was, it swept under the rug. And we're not going to look at it. Well, we're getting real, real right now, which we don't. We, I mean, we're a real podcast to begin with. We don't try to hide things, but we're getting real, real. But uh, cancel culture is kind of like a, everybody make a lot of noise right now. Okay, it's over. And so basically, if you could just weather the storm, you're fine. Yeah. There's like no real repercussions or like. Tell me it hasn't just bored. absolutely blown your guys' mind that like, how has this been in the news for the past month and a half? Like, it ju- it's just like it goes away, right? And then, and then I back. look back on like my Netflix, like um, most trending and it's right. It's back again. Like I was blown away before the podcast today when I saw that. I was like, how in the fuck are we still talking about this movie? And you know, it's a touchy thing. subject with I mean, if I guess you can call this politics, but the Epstein stuff. Yes, this Epstein. is hot in people's mind. Epstein, Epstein. It's all the same. Yeah. If we're going to talk about uh, the CEO of Netflix, the only kid did learn. Exhibit A. Yeah, who knows, <laughs> right? Which I don't want to cast a cast a large net, but uh, hey, people are mad about this stuff, and they should be. So, yeah, I will I understand. I, I will admit though, cuties did go out of their way to film some very close up shots that did make me feel uncomfortable from the clips that I saw of Define children. Uncomfortable. I felt like I was on a wanted list after watching it. I was like, I'm on a list somewhere now. Yo, I threw the laptop in the ocean. I in, drove to the ocean to put it in the water. Like the movie we're going to talk about later. I dunked my phone there's, in a thing of beer. There's not that many situations or movies, I feel, that the parent would feel awkward. You know, like how when you're a kid and you watch, see like a sex scene. And you're on, like, oh, movie, God. It's like, oh, my God. What, I'm watching this with my parents. And uh, this one is like the reverse. I'm like, mom. Don't watch this movie with me. And you're like, what and the, the mom, fuck like, is this? And the mom halfway through is like, turn this shit off. You're not acting this way. But then what? at the same time, the, the little girls on TikTok, uh, uh, renegade, renegade. It ain't right. And here I am just watching people with their dog named Winston put auto-tune on their dog when they howl. Hey, Winston. I de- that makes me want to get a bloodhound so bad. I almost got a bloodhound dog that I have. Uh, Saw him. Damn, we're just real off, which is fine. Y'all gonna listen anyways. Uh, they love I was, this stuff. When I was 16, I was gonna go get a dog. That was gonna be my birthday present. There's a bloodhound, or he was a, a a basset hound. That's what they called him. And he was at the pound. His name was Tank. 
saw him like Thursday, Saturday. We're gonna go. My dad and I are walking up because we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna get this dog. It's gonna be so great. We walk up. As we're walking up, there's a lady and her daughter walking out with Tank. No. And I was like, oh no, the dog oh, I wanted no. to adopt is gone. So oh. my dad was like, well, let's just look around anyways. And we went and then we found the seven month old puppy who ended up being who the dog is I have now. But I was like, oh, I guess it happened for a reason. But yeah, I I almost got a basset. Finding a puppy at those, you, you said you went to the pound? Yeah, the, or, the, or the one on Mojave. Yes. Okay. But see, finding a puppy there is hard. Like, yeah. people don't understand that. That's that's a pretty rare uh And he's, he's a beautiful, well, you've seen him. He's the yeah. brindle one. Yeah, he's a beautiful dog. Yeah, I got him at, at seven months old. Wow. Yeah. He's almost, I got him when I was 16, so I was almost six or about to be six. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't. This was a dog. I see. I remember your boxer. Deja. Yeah, we got her from the pound too. Okay. Um, she died my our senior year of high school. She was old. We got her when I was in elementary. Oh, okay. okay. She was old. She had cancer and everything. But uh, we we're at the pound because we we're, were with my uncle because freaking uncle man, his cats got uh taken by animal control because they would just let their cats out. So we're going back with them to like bail out his cats basically. And my dad's walking and he sees this lady. Me bailing out my cat lawyer. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah. You have received a collect call from Las Vegas Animal Pound. <laughs> Press one to accept. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> All right. We're coming at you. Yeah. Uh, but so my dad was walking by and this, this lady, one of the ladies working there was walking with this box. She goes, hey, is that dog up for adoption? She goes, uh, yeah, actually, she just came. She just recovered from getting her surgery because they fix every dog that they get. He was like, "So I can take her home like today?" And they're like, "Yeah, do you want to take?" He's like, "Well, let me." She's like, "We can put him, put her on a leash for you, and we can let her. We'll let you take the dog and walk him and everything. See if you guys mesh." And I remember, like, my sister and I, my dad was like, "Oh, here, come look at this dog. Isn't this a cool dog?" And we're like, "Yeah." And then we left. And then my sister and I left with my cousin. Cause my cousin came with us too. And we're just walking around, and then all of a sudden, my dad's like, "We got a dog," and we're like, "What? For real? <laughs> we got a dog?" That's how we got her. It but happens fast. Anyways, anybody else have anything to add about cuties? Nope. Nope. All right. Well, let's get into the meat. And, uh, meat. And, what are the people in France? Tomatoes. <laughs> Baguettes. Of our Croissants. movie today, we're. I don't. Today. Christian and I rolled up and I was like, I want to watch another Adam Sandler movie. I just felt like laughing. So George was like, oh, have you guys seen the other Netflix one that he did? And I was like, what? Was like murder mystery. And I was like, no. So that's what we watched. And uh, I got to say, it was a pretty damn good movie. It's a way, it's uh, not your typical Adam Sandler role. Oh, no, no. All. He's a serious role, but it's like, it's like the in-between from like Hubie Halloween and Uncut Gems. Yeah. It's like, it's got the comedy in there, but it's got the seriousness. I can see it. I can see it. That's a good combo. It took me a second to really analyze that combo of movies, but I liked it. Yeah, it's like the it's like the the bridging point. But it was good. Uh, quick synopsis for everybody who maybe hasn't seen it. Uh, he's a not a detective. He's a police officer with the NYPD. Him and his wife, and he promised his wife fifteen years ago on their for their honeymoon they would go to Europe, and they never did. So he's like, let's go to Europe. And uh, his wife, being a the, you know, the cheapo that she is was like can I get some earplugs my, my husband's snoring she's like yeah you can get earplugs this is on the plane by the way and she's like for nine dollars so she's like oh hell no so she leaves finds her way onto first class meets this great guy named Cavendish Mr. Handsome Mr. Handsome uh, 
or also known as he's uh, like the most interesting man in the world type vibe. Yeah, yeah. like he's handsome he's and has a, a suit on. He's guest on from the live action Beauty and the Beast. Hmm. Intrigue. Wee 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 wee. So, anyways, he's like, he gonna be guest on. What <laughs> you said? He's you said he's cast on for Beauty no, and the Beast. He was guest on in the. This was years ago. He the, the, yeah he was. Oh, he on. was. Oh, I forgot that that already happened. Yeah, that was I saw part of that. I'm dumb. Yeah, well, anyways, it was, they let Hermione blur. They let Hermione sing, and then they're like, "You gotta play out of tune." Anyways, she meets him, and he was like, "Oh, you guys should come onto this yacht with my ex-wife and my uncle, or my ex-fiance and my uncle, because I'm a social massacre because I'm British." And she's like, "Okay, we were just gonna get on this bus trip and go see how Ham is aged," and there, <laughs> and then. Like Adam Sandler like talks her out of it. They go, they see the bus. Like, yeah, we'll go with you. So they get on this boat. They find out that uh, Cavendish's uncle is like old as fuck. He's probably gonna die soon. So he goes, "I'm leaving you all out of my will. I'm giving it to my new wife, which was Cavendish's ex fiance. It's like mistress looking, like hot young piece. Yeah, straight out of Japan, straight weeaboo material. Anyways, an anime woman. <laughs> uh, lights go out. It turns into Clue. The board game. Real fast. Real fast. The lights go out. Uh, There's a stab and a shot. Yeah, the rich old guy who's about to sign his will and all his goods away to this Asian chick gets stabbed right in the heart. Before he could sign the will. Yes. Happens very fast. They did a good job. So, like, I, I'll, I'll stop us in our synopsis here to really explain. They did an excellent job not rushing into this murder mystery. Yeah, they made you, like, kind of... Okay, what's gonna happen oh now he died oh okay. yes yes well i think so the the name of the movie is murder mystery so i think like they don't need to overplay it at the beginning that there's gonna be this this big murder right they're flat out telling you this is going to be a murder mystery so they really did a good job that you know they got your dick hard you know at the beginning just so we're all say- on edge waiting for that scene and then you know they're all dressed up in the ballroom, and I felt like we all knew it was coming. Like it, they did a great job of building to that moment. Yeah, it was very good. Um, we were talking about this the whole time. Like, uh, I think it's so and so. Oh no, I think it's oh and so also. Yeah, we were we were trying to predict it way early. Or at least Austin, you were the first one I thought who said. Well, because I I was like, it's got to be. I'm gonna say guy. Well, I was I was saying like. Like they we're probably, watching like an ID discovery. Yeah. Which is what his wife ends up being an ID discovery type person. And I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, they probably want you to think it's him. And then they probably, but they were really good at like shifting blame onto everybody at some point. And even at one point you're like, damn, maybe Adam Sandler did do it. Everybody was, it, it, they did it. They did a great job of making it seem like everyone's blatantly obviously did it. Yeah. And like you could, you could, you could bet and feel good about your bet on who, who like on anybody. Yes. So, uh, it's a murder mystery. They basically have to but figure out who it is. It's not one murder. There is. Oh no! There's like four, three. There's one. First, it's first it's uncle. Old guy. Then it's the oh the brother. The, the brother. Son. The son. The I don't son. know what the son's name was. Forget it's something that starts he was with in a the movie T. For like five minutes. He was gonna get. He was gonna. You know, still receive some portion of. The will, the, the will. estate, yeah, and then he, he was still, he was thought to be the guy that was gonna get the will was, before was he deaths. gave it to his mistress. It was four mm-hmm. deaths, so it was the uncle, then the son, then uh, oh five, excuse me, then the colonel's bodyguard, yes, then the wife of the uncle was killed, 
he was shot in college. Oh, yeah. Who, who's the, the uncle? The uncle is the old, old guy. guy at the beginning. The one with the will. Oh, I thought he was her grandpa. Yeah, whatever. same. I yeah, got no, grandpa vibes, too. Don't yeah, trip. But he said he was I his thought uncle. the same thing. Uh, and then after that, Cavendish. Sorry, spoilers. Yes. Probably say spoilers. Uh, yeah. No, this movie's been out for fucking two years. Watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it just was a reason. Oh, I said twenty. I thought yeah. I said twenty nineteen. Okay, it's still been out a year. So yeah. at this point, it's, it's kind of like, been okay. a minute. You had a minute to watch it. Go fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they basically have to piece it together, but the whole time everyone's like, the Americans did it. So the the the, the, the real detective is like, yeah, you're a liar because I pulled up your records. You're not really a detective. Hasn't told his wife yet. That's like the underlying plot the whole time. Is he lying? Yeah. So this whole party's on a yacht, which which it's their family thing, which they're their biggest meeting to say what's happening with the will. And everyone's like, who the fuck are you guys? So the murders happen. The first few at least they have to dock. Right. And they're in French waters. So this French investigator. He comes along and he's like, all right, bitches, I'm going to, you know, lay down the law here and everybody blames uh it's nick and audrey uh which is adam sandler and his wife and so then it, it not only are they in the middle of a, a mystery a murder mystery they're now being blamed by the detective because it's like oh you're the ottoman out you're not in the family and then everybody else on board says oh yeah they're the weirdest people there we'll blame them too and so he's just like i won't rest until you do and adam Sandler the whole time is like i'm gonna rest because i'm tired of shit He's a very relate. They play a real, very relatable couple. Very relatable. Very realistic. Like total. Like I could see that being my dad. Yes. Being like, we don't need to go do that. We could go watch how Ham is aged cheaper. Yes. That like it, it's um, I think a lot of their conversations were like conversations that you'd see had, and like a a marriage that's been you know it's it's not like it's completely stale, but they understand each other's humor and they like. They're able to understand, okay, this person's upset. This person's not upset. Like they, they have that perfect marriage chemistry, which I think fits together really well because, you know, their marriage is starting to fade in a sense. She's losing hope in them. And, you know, this is like something that really spices up their relationship. So it, it, it ties together like that Adam Sandler love interest, but it's actually like they're, it's not interest. They're actually together. Oh. My love interest just called. Yeah, she's on her break. But she knows what I'm doing. Damn, we just ruined y'all's so lunch break and happy time. Well, I'll have her say just hello to the podcast so that people can <laughs> hear her voice. And then, yeah, when that. Get a little perspective. Cameron. Hey, babe. Yeah, you're on the podcast right now. Okay. <laughs> I run. Your mom listens. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully, she listens to this episode. Well, Cameron, you just go have have a good break. Okay, go watch your TikToks. Okay. All right, I love you too. Bye. Bye. And the bitch is gone. And the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. You ain't better hope she doesn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I like to point out the. The boomerism of Adam Sandler. Oh, the definite, definite boomerism. So he's like kind of like unaware, like he can't read a situation and he's like stuck in his ways. So um, a, a big joke near the beginning of the movie is his wife wants him to get Claritin for her migraine. So he 
Oh, allergies. Yeah. See, I don't pay attention. I'm a boom. Anyways, <laughs> he gets Allegra and they get on the cruise and he busts out the Allegra. She needs it. And she's like, I told you to get Claritin. And he's like, well, it's the same thing, isn't it? And you could you you could tell they've had this conversation. My parent, I hear before. my parents have this exact conversation. My mom's like, I need Excedrin. He goes, I got you Advil. No, motherfucker, it doesn't work the same. I need Excedrin migraine. <laughs> okay, okay. Adam Sandler's the boomer. He he looks at the like low fi version of whatever's going on, like the low resolution. And his wife specifically told him to get Claritin for a reason, but he ignored that. Got Allegra. Allegra doesn't work for her. So he's like this boomer. And uh, when they're on the airplane. Uh, she, she, Audrey, she's chatting up Cavendish when they first meet at the bar in first class. Adam Sandler, his character's Nick, he peeks through the door and she has his hand on his shoulder like anybody else would read it as like, oh, well, what's going on? This you know? dude's trying to pick up on my girl. Exactly. And so you expect him to react all pissed off because he's this like somewhat ignorant guy. Adam Sandler is. He's a cop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll let that say what it says. And so, but Adam Sandler instead says, oh my God, they have bars on planes. Yeah. It's just like, he, he's ignoring the fact that like his wife's getting chit chatty with somebody. He's like, holy shit. They have bars on planes. <laughs> and then the, the, the stewardess is like totally like classist is like, yeah, they have bars on planes for first class. <laughs> she didn't hesitate. Uh, this cast of characters, though, is really great. There's only two people that I could, off the top of my head, could say that have been in an Adam Sandler film before, and that was Jennifer Aniston, which is his wife in the movie, and then, uh, I forgot his name, but the colonel, who is Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. Yes. Who also is missing a fucking hand in this movie. Oh, it's the same prop hand. Yeah, he does. He's, he's like no, no, a no. Soviet this one has, colonel. Like, has the fingers. This one has, like, you know those, like, I'm like a mannequin style hand. Yeah, it's like you know those like little it's art. It's not figures? that hard hand. Yeah, you know those little fig art figures you can put up and they have like hand. Like it's like that. I agree. I agree. That's so. Um, but yeah, I can't believe we've gone this far and explained the movie and we haven't talked about Jennifer Aniston and because I mean she's like my crush. Milkies. What? She. <laughs> she. She's. You know. She looks good as an older woman. Yummy. I, I feel like people knew fucking- her from her like early stuff and like uh she used to be the young attractive lady in friends. But uh, you know, she she you know she she does the mom look, you know. She the- does it yeah, she does it pretty well. Um I and just her character's a- really good too, I her should say. Her character's really good. Her character's that typical, like, oh my god, this is so cool. Like it, I could see my mom acting like that. Like t- they act like typical like American tourists. They belong what- together as boomers though. Oh yeah. Uh I just want to talk about the best character of the movie, Juan Carlos. Was it Carlos or Carlo? I thought it was just Carlo. No, it's Juan Carlos. Carlos. See, okay, two two versus one. But uh, we're gonna spoil it a little later. But for the throughout the entire film, he's like, I don't like Jennifer Aniston talking to him. And he's like, Yeah, very fast, very fast. He's a race car driver, very fast. And like you can tell that like he's just used to people going, Wow, you're a really good race car driver. He's like, Yeah, very fast. He doesn't speak English. So throughout the movie, they'll just talk to him and he'll be like, Oh yeah, Halloween. <laughs> you're like what the fuck he'll just say random things he doesn't speak English so he just says whatever he thinks they want to hear and yeah. people usually ask him like oh how's being a, a race car driver and he'll just say something generic not knowing what they're actually saying like oh I'm very fast 
Number Very one. Fast. Number one. Or he like one time they like they finished something. He was I ah, finish line. <laughs> I think the co- the detective finally walked in like on the, like the, and he was like oh finish line finish line. That dude was the funniest uh, because like the Halloween one just got us all. He was like ah Halloween. <laughs> yeah yeah. There's somebody later in, in the mask. movie with a mask. Yes. Yeah that's right. And they're like he's like ah Halloween <laughs> found. <laughs> No, I think um, in all seriousness, though, um, some of the things that I would have liked to seen improved on in this movie, uh, I they did a good job of like heightening the effect of like making us think there's there's multiple subjects. But like, in, in my opinion, there was like I was I was confused and I, I know murder mysteries. This is what they try to do to you. But there came a point in time with this movie today where I was just like, damn, like, I don't even remember these people's names. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't use like something memorable where it's like, oh, that's John or that's so and so. No, they were like real like posh names. But like, like right now we're watching. It's on in the background, like silently. Like right that now. That guy was Sergey, right? Yeah, Sergey. But like there's points like this in the film where like they start ramping up like, oh, yeah, this dude asked me, how would I kill, you know, this man? Yes. And you're like, oh shit, he did it. And then two seconds later, you're like, wait, no, he's right there. That couldn't have been him. What the I, fuck? Yeah, and you're like, oh, he's talking about the colonel, I guess. Yeah, the colonel. Uh, I get like we already said spoilers. Um, but like, for example, there's an actress on the boat, and Adam Sandler fucking freaks the fuck. He's like, oh my god, you're her. This is great. I loved you in this movie. She's like, oh, it's great to know that. And you find out that uh, the uncle had another relationship with the colonel's wife. Like or the colonel's fiance and married her, had a kid, but they said that the boy it was a boy and he died, along Damn. with the wife. And then you come to find out that no, he actually had a daughter and he got rid of her because the only all he ever wanted was a son. Yep. And then you realize that the actress is the daughter, and and she was like, yeah, that was my dad, and now I would like to spend my money now. And he goes, well, can't you confess to the murder? She's like, oh, I didn't kill all those people. And like, wait, wait, wait a minute, what the fuck? <laughs> I'll say this at one point at points I was a little confused right because when Sergey was saying the whole thing about the colonel's uh, like woman and the explosion that he protected the uncle Mr. Akinse I believe it was from yeah um, that was like a big thing and I was kind of confused what they did that I liked is um, they met at they met at that mansion near the end of the movie yes and they laid everything out for us they they took us through all the steps again, like a recap, and mm-hmm. and also while bringing the mystery together, which I'm like, ah, oh, thank God. <laughs> but it didn't at the end. Like it still didn't though. <laughs> well, it wasn't over. It yeah, wasn't. It over. wasn't over. You find out. Okay, there's two accomplices. Yeah, because there's so much murder going on. You kind of figure it <laughs> as it moves on. Well, you kind of figure it as it moves on. This is too much to be one person. Because, like we said, and I think that's where I got confused. And Austin, you highlighted it. They do these long, drawn-out scenes. You're about to find out this big clue, and then the fucking person dies, and you never get that clue. And it really, it, it like invigorated or it frustrated me. Invigorated would have been the right word, still. Yeah, sounds like a sex I'm not word. A it invigorated me. <laughs> there no. we go. Yes, I can't it, afford that. It's Seattle. It did not me. get me hard. So yeah, it would be in inviagring. Okay. 
but yeah, it, it, it goes in these long drawn out scenes. You're about to find out a clue. Then you don't get it. And then I'm just like, hmm. I, I don't even know what to think at this point. They could be it's still everybody. You know what I mean? Like it didn't give us a good, like, Oh, this puzzle piece leads to this. This puzzle piece leads to this. Now I'm like limiting suspects. It really makes you think it could have been anybody until the very end. And the then you're like, Oh, end. I did like though, uh, the poking and prodding they did about the police of United States, like the real police of the United States. Cause like at one point the, the French detective is like, I don't know how you do things in Brooklyn. But here we need evidence. <laughs> and then and then when uh they're trying to they think Cavendish did it. So they kick in his door and Adam Sandler has a gun. He's like, freeze, bitch, or I'll fucking shoot you. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they're just totally taking jabs at the police system here. Yeah, and I'm like, that's a nice gag, you know, like ah fucking please. So here's the thing. It is a serious movie, but there's so much humor that like it's kind of like most Adam Sandler films. Like if you weren't a kid or if you were a kid, you probably wouldn't get it. Like oh, this scene not. right now when two people are doing the do, but they don't actually do it because homeboy just bursts before he could even do anything. And later in the movie, Adam Sandler's like, yeah, try gl- grabbing it at the base. Just clamping it off. Okay. So I agree, George, basically you were saying how we don't really get a good lead until the last like third of the movie. Yeah which can be somewhat frustrating in these types of things. What I like though, is that they had some, the subplot going on was that the French detective, Nick and Audrey were the main suspects for the murder. So they had to, they they were on the run while having to, and also having the people who are actually doing the murders around the corner at all times. So while we didn't have a lead on who it was concretely, I like that we had that subplot of them yeah. running from the police and the murderer to move us along, which I thought like it worked out pretty organically. Yeah, it did. It did. I think, man, like they had moments where they could have added some real classic Adam Sandler comedy, but that just wasn't his character in this movie. Mm-hmm. And and he really did not force it at all, because if he would have forced it, then we would be like, oh, this is a adam sandler comedy film but he really was not going for that so i'm proud of him in that sense because um it could have very could have easily taken happened. the low-hanging fruit okay yes and made this a gag movie jack so i was going to compare this movie right to a, a murder mystery movie that i watched in theaters last year that i thought was phenomenal and, and it was it, murder mystery no it was not murder mystery it was Knives Out. Have you guys seen the movie Knives no, Out? No, but I want to. I've heard it so good. I didn't, and I wrote it off at first and thought it was looked cringe, but I've been told it's good. Yes. So, I, in my opinion, right, um, that is the epitome of what I want in a murder mystery story. When I hear murder mystery, I don't want Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston running away from the police the whole movie. Like, I want to be able to have like feel like i'm fucking sherlock holmes with a pipe in my mouth and just like yeah, yeah so you're saying and i got a hunch and shit like yeah, that you I know what i mean when they said it at first i thought it was going to be when they said <laughs> oh we're going on a yacht i thought it was gonna be all on the yacht and they're gonna spend the entire time trying to figure it out mm-hmm. i did like where they went with it because i thought it was unique and kind of original because how many murder mystery movies have done that like uh this one i'm going to talk about which they re- kind of alluded to at the end of the movie but like 
Yeah, I was kind of with you. I thought it would be like, oh, we're all stuck on the ship. Oh, let me oh, clue. Yeah. <laughs> I got a raging clue. I got a raging clue. Oh, it's pointing at you. <laughs> so what was that movie you're going to bring up? Because you said it tied together at the end. Yeah. But me and Chris so, did not get it, but you got it. So there's a movie. It came out in 2017. So they get on this train because the French detective is like, oh, we feel super bad that we tried to get you all this. So we, we're giving you an actual vacation. Uh, and this is in this movie. This, this is, is in this movie. This murder is murder mystery. We're yeah, talking in murder right mystery now. at the very end of the movie. And they get on this train and they, they zoom in on Adam Sandler and Jennifer Addison sitting in their seat, but they're sitting right above the logo of the train. It's called the Orient Express. And there's a movie called murder on the Orient Express spelled the exact same way. And it's a murder mystery movie. Really? Yeah. Have you seen that one? Uh, I saw like, end of it because my mom was watching it but uh it has josh gad in it olaf mm. i love olaf but uh my mom said it was a great movie that might be we have to make our niche because i thoroughly I like murder mystery. done it so i'll say that i, yes. I do like it because it makes you think like we when we watch movies we're not quiet i'm not quiet. i'm but this one i feel like we're all like oh it could be so and so and then we're like wait no wait they were right there how the fuck that i feel like i, don't, I like how we watched this murder mystery and we were like well, yeah, that's the fun of it. I think that, and, but see, that's what, God damn it. Like if they would have finished on some of these big time clues before people would have gotten murdered, feel we would have had a couple more of those conversations. But that's the thing though, is that's how you make that, it a good murder mystery is because it keeps you thinking. I, I was thinking till the, because afterwards I, I was like, like when, uh, they were like, Hey, so that girl that we just thought was doing that, uh, she was with me an hour at the bar for an hour before we went up to my room. So. She didn't kill them. Shit. And you find out Juan Carlos, your boy, is the one that helped her commit most of the murders. He's the one who killed the uncle. I think what would have made it like more appealing to me is if you don't kill as many people, so there's still more suspects. Yeah. Because then, yeah, like people were getting killed, so then it's like, shoot, all right, you got to write them off. Because at first we were like, it was the son, and then the son, and even Adam Sandler was like, it's the son, it's always the person who, it's always person who's most obvious and then boom he's dead the most obvious people are getting plucked off They're like flap so fast leaves off a dandelion when you blow it like the new wife she got killed we're like what? who the fuck <laughs> and then cavendish died and we're like all right now really who the fuck yeah the movie like gives you a lead then they snuff that shit out <laughs> real fast it's yeah. like In the next JK, scene. motherfucker <laughs> i i like the way this played out they with the fact that they were getting chased by the cops, it created kind of like a ticking time bomb. It's like, oh, not only do we have to... It's like, they could have just fucked off. They're just random Americans. They would have docked and left. Like, okay, I don't know what's up with the murder. Bye. But they reeled them in by like, okay, now if you don't solve the mystery yourself, you're going to jail in France. Yes. Which I thought was cool. I like the way that they played out the mystery. You know, they they fucking edged us and teased us along with <laughs> this guy and that guy and it's like oh he's the obvious guy uh but he killed himself but it was premeditated somebody else must have did it who did it and then finally near the end of the movie they reveal every whodunit has the first oh we found the real killer moment it had that moment mm -hmm. which was awesome it was like totally fucking ball i was like oh shit like basically she had gotten injured on the head earlier and she was wearing the hat. So it was like the take off the fucking hat so we could see. And she takes it off and she has the scar. So it's like, oh, that means it's her. 
it linked it and you're like, oh shit. And then right after the the Maharaja dude was like, Yeah, she wasn't she was with me for for part of that. And he could have like said that earlier. And then Juan Carlos, they were like, Oh, and that's what gave it away is Jennifer Aniston said something to him in English and he goes, Ah, buenos dias. Yeah. And all of a sudden now he understood English. Yeah. And then they're like, wait a fucking minute, and they start chasing him. And at the very end, he was like, I'm fluent in 12 fucking languages, you idiot. <laughs> and then, oh, so uh, the Maharaja was telling him at the race, he goes, Juan Carlos's dad used to race for uh, the uncle. But then he, he got like, the uncle like shaved away some safety measures to save money, and he lost both his legs. So it was a revenge thing. So they were relating it to love, money, and revenge. Mm-hmm. Those are the three. Yeah, and so with the but with the daughter though, it was all three. So that's why it was like, oh, okay, that's why we'll settle on her. But then with him, it was like he's like, it's for my father. Give her to the sick family, you bitches. <laughs> and it's so awesome because okay, like I'll, I'll tell like it is. Every who done it does the thing where the least the least suspected person ends up being the killer. Right in the beginning, uh, Juan Carlos is the funny ass character. And it's an Adam Sandler movie. So you have the benefit of the doubt. Oh, this is just the comic relief guy in Which the corner. He was. he was the only one, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, Adam Sandler had some one-liners. Everybody else had some. Like, Juan, like Juan Carlos made us all laugh. Like, like Halloween. Like, that shit was yeah. funny. I think, uh, I'll say it right now, the best Adam Sandler, like, joke, in my opinion. And I know you mentioned the bar scene earlier. But he's like, he's trying to reason with his wife about like going to prison in France and how like the food probably tastes good, better. Well, uh, <laughs> I found that he's well, it's an Italian prison. So, you know, the food's going to be right good. now, right now in the movie, they're in Italy. They're in Italy. So he's like, it'll be good. We'll have, we'll have meatballs and pesto sauce. And she was like, you know, we won't be together in prison. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he was, he was like, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So anything else you guys want to add? Um, Oh, we had to pineapple it. Yeah, we got a pineapple. Yes, it. we do. But I want to make sure I don't cut anybody else off because I have a habit of doing that. No, 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 no. I, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll start I'm going. S- Christian's like, wait, fucker, I wasn't done. I'm like, I'm sorry. Hold on. There's like eight other paragraphs. It gets into the socioeconomic state of, of other countries. Yeah, Chris is on page four out of 17 right now of his stuff that he wrote down while watching this movie. Well, let's go into all the iconography of the architecture shown in this movie. Um, I'll say for pineapple it was quite good um surprisingly high quality for adam sandler doing a semi-serious well look at uncut gems that one apparently i didn't watch it i didn't watch either but apparently it's shot really well (laughs) yeah i would agree you guys have to watch uncut gems i I think we should watch that um yeah no no no. next week we got borat yes we got two coming out we gotta watch that oh we will yeah we gotta watch that other, we got to get some fucking wiener schnitzel. Hope they don't fuck our order up again. Oh my god, wiener schnitzel! It was so, so good, underrated. Yeah, underrated place. It was relatively cheap. For I mean, what you get, yeah. Like it's nothing. Our bodies probably hate us now, but oh my god, <laughs> we crossed that bridge. My body's like, oh really? French fries again? Seventh Seriously? time today. You are made of potatoes, George. All right, George. What, how many potatoes? Or potatoes? Oh. Excuse me, pineapples. I was about to say potatoes. We just switched to potatoes out of a hundred, but no, <laughs> um, no. Okay, so I and I'm gonna start getting harsh here on these uh, on the pineapple scale. No, dude, we want you to be so fucking honest. 
I and I'm gonna get harsh with Call it. Call a spade here. a spade. If, you know, I'm giving this a 2.8 pineapples out of five. I liked it. I really did. Um, is it my favorite film? No, for the reasons I brought up. I just wanted more things that I can click in my head and we can like chat about. And that's why if you guys watch the movie Knives Out, you'll completely understand what I'm expecting from a murder mystery. And that's just like, you know, there is a lot of possible suspects. It's in one house. It's one fucking kick-ass detective. And this one, I I thought the detective was half-ass. I really did. I thought this... Adam Sandler or the French dude? The French dude. The French dude was like really like sitting back and he was like six hard. steps behind adam Sandler. yeah he wasn't hard questioning anybody and i think that's what i miss from a detective well he was an antagonist in this though mm-hmm. i feel like uh nick and audrey were like the real detectives because they had to figure it out well she had all her books she was really a detective <laughs> well read but no that's uh that's something that it pissed me off a little because like the detective's first instinct is, oh, it must be the stupid Dominicans. You know what I mean? As opposed to, you know, you watch the movie Knives Out and I love it because it has that. Oh, what's that guy that played in House of Cards? He got in trouble. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. In Knives Out, they have a Kevin Spacey-esque real southern draw on the detective. And the detective sits everybody down and says, you little missy, you were in the ballroom. But what did you? Oh yeah, they're like real witty. What and they're benefits real- you out of this whole situation? And then, you know, like he has them explain their stories. Yeah, no, this dude's just like explain this man. This dude's like, mm, there's three people dead here. Everyone's French. They're American. Well, not everybody's French. Most of them are English. Mm, fuck the Americans. <laughs> Everybody. Every scene, he just walks in smoking, and then he accuses the Americans. <laughs> yes. He blows perfect O's. That was something that I found badass. Even, even like when they get into a, at the end of the movie, gets into a car crash. He's fucking half dead. And he's <laughs> still does it. Uh, I think I think he was probably like, "What's five U.S. dollars in pounds or in the euro or like?" Yeah, what? and he's like, uh, "I don't know." I feel like that's probably why he was like, and he, that wasn't an actual thing, but I feel like he probably would have asked them that. And been like, ah, the Americans did it. Definitely, they're not a part of the European Union. So Austin. I'm I'm done. I gave it my two. I gave it my two point eight pineapples out of five. Um, but what about you, bro? I would say a solid three point five. Okay. I I was entertained. I came in expecting something, got something totally different, and wasn't disappointed. I loved Juan Carlos. I thought he was a great twist at the end. Little little uh, quoting my boy Eli from the Magic Carpet Podcast. Little swerve. Hmm. Okay. Uh. Um, But I. It was just, it was a good movie. Like, I, I, when we came in today, I was like, George, I want to laugh. I want to watch something funny. He was like, let's, let's try it. Let's try this movie. And I was like, okay. And it was pretty fucking good. And it kept me, like, on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, guessing. So, I thought it was pretty damn good. Excellent. Excellent. Will it make the five pineapple wall? Sadly, no. No. We only have one. And I... We got to see if, we got to see if we have another one this Friday. The sequel. The sequel. Can it do it? So far, it's looking good. I hope so. I hope it's not. I hope Borat Two isn't toned down. It doesn't look like. I it. hope it's. I hope it's worse. He walk, he's walking into <laughs> yes. a pro-life abortion clinic, which is like a front to get you in there and be like, "No, love Jesus." <laughs> and then he's talking about like, "Yeah, how many times have you put a baby in your in your daughter?" And he was like, "What?" 
These, oh, man, I cannot wait. He tries to offer his daughter to Pence. Come on. I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to be good. We got to have like a watch party. We are. We are. No, so it comes out Friday, right? Yeah. This upcoming Friday? No, we always record on that day. I say we uh, have a watch. Like we all wear watches? No, wear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll bring my Tamagotchi. Flavor Flav style. Oh, shit. Tamagotchi. I'll bring my Tamagotchi. back. No, but um, I, I'm glad you guys were able to, uh, yeah, to watch, for this. Us watch this flick. I mean, shoot. I mean, I, I'm not sure how many of these Adam Sandler Netflix films you guys have watched. Seems like two now. Maybe. No, I've been slacking on my Adam Sandler watching. So I'll say yeah, that. there's a couple more. There's, I think, two more on Netflix that I'll pull up for you guys after this. Then I'm like, maybe we can go down this road of Adam Sandler flicks because I, I'm, I dig it. I love the guy. So. We'll see. Well, everybody, we hope you uh, enjoyed that rant-filled episode about politics that usually we don't discuss in our uh, our pineapple review of Murder Mystery on Netflix. But uh, until next time, we'll see you guys again next week.